Take note and save on back-to-school styles at Plato's Closet. We buy and sell trendy, recycled styles. Sell us your current, gently used clothing for cash on the spot. And buy like-new, recycled styles and save up to 70% off regular retail prices. Act responsibly. Shop sustainably. That's what Plato's Closet is all about. So, look good, do good, and feel good by recycling your clothes, shoes, and accessories and buying sustainable styles for back-to-school at Plato's Closet. With 14 locations in the Atlanta area, find your nearest location at platosclosetatlanta.com. On another episode of the Animation Deliberation Podcast, we are getting green in Gotham as we talk about Harley Quinn Season 3, Episode 9, Climax at Jazzapajizza, and much more after that as we have no control over. Sing along if you know the words. A one, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, a conversation and a celebration of a favorite action animated series, yeah. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, where we take action animations and cartoons seriously, but not too seriously. We are your hosts, I am Zuhara Lee. And I am Andrew Rogers. Andrew, we are one episode away from the finale finale of Harley Quinn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes uh i missed last week but that was a really good episode to kind of launch us into this little finale chunk so it, it's rounding out pretty nicely in my opinion it was probably the first episode that like really tied all the multiple plots in uh all the stuff with the green and making new eden and the all pasta the maker. stuff with bruce being potentially an antagonist and then joker running as mayor like i think this is the first episode that really tied all of that stuff together yeah no it was much better and it answered a lot of the complaints that like we have had throughout the season as much as we've been a little harsh on it they really have brought their a game in these last two episodes the one previous to this and this of just giving us plot giving us action, giving us these characters that we know they can do good things with. So I really, really liked what they had going on. I still think that last week holds the title of the best episode this season has done so far. I think this one kind of went back into being more comical with a little hint of story progression. But, you know, it's still doing pretty good for the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't here to be able to talk about it, but that was just a good episode of any DC animated thing. Like, yes, it's a little bit of the nostalgia because they were doing all of those callbacks to Batman, the animated series and the movies and all those other things. But like, it was just great plot, great driving that forward, that story forward that they did so much in that last episode. It may even be one of the best of the series as a whole. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have expected them to beat that this week, but they did still did a really good job. uh, Like I said, And it gave us a lot of, you know, interesting points that I wasn't totally expecting, but we had talked about of like, are we getting into spoilers at this point? You can finish your thought and then we can give the climax and go from there. (laughs) Climax Uh, synopsis. I know my words. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was like. Wow, that's a interesting word to pick. But yeah, no, I was just going to say this kind of Ivy villain turn that we get throughout the story of this episode it was interesting it was thorough and it was something different because that zombie jump at the end of the last one i didn't know where we were going to go and how that was going to play out so it, it was interesting yeah so to give a rundown for the whole episode episode nine frank's powers awaken every corpse in gotham city resulting in a zombie apocalypse 
While Bruce is distracted with the return of his zombie parents, Harley, Batgirl, and Nightwing work together to stop the apocalypse. Ivy is able to control the zombies through the green, but after realizing she could use them to terraform the city, she decides to do so, turning the citizens into living plants. At Wayne Manor, King Shark helps Bruce realize his mistakes and deal with his parents' death, while Ivy announces her plan to Gotham at Jazzapajizza Jazz Festival. Seeing how dangerous her plan really is, Harley tries to talk Ivy down, but is but is unable to hurt her feelings after Ivy thanking her all her support. However, when Harley saves Bane and is infected by a zombie, Ivy is forced to reverse everything to save her life. Though happy for Harley's safety, she becomes embittered about sacrificing her dream. Uh, well, you know, Wikipedia has its faults, but credit to you for getting Jazzapajizza correct every single time. Because going into this episode, I was like, how are we not going to flub that at some point? Yeah, I may have reversed that a few times <laughs> before we started recording. <laughs> Sitting at my desk is going Jazzapajizza, Jazzapajizza, Jazzapajizza. I can say it one time properly. Don't get me to do it more than once altogether. Oh no, when I was getting prepared, I did the same thing. And I sounded like Nemo trying to say anemone at some point. Just like, yeah, but to do it. And then uh, me. me. Well, I do have to say, I think King Shark is my favorite character in the show. That whole, just him, him subtly being a king is really funny. Like, especially last week, he was like, screw this and just walked out. And was like his entourage was just there waiting for them to, uh, to take him to his kingdom and now he's just like casually on his throne putting back the hoodie and the shorts it's like yeah i got you let me go help out for a little bit but him like we're seeing so much of harley being the full therapist that him just being like that buddy that's very straightforward with you it's just like hey man you gotta do better it's it's so wholesome and for him to talk to bruce like that i, I loved every bit of that engagement. yeah he has that he has that understanding of like Hey, I've gone through the same thing. You know, my dad died and I haven't been the same this year. Ooh, wait, 30 years? That's a little much. Like, still being very real whilst trying to understand what's going on. It's just, yeah, he's that wholesome friend that you could talk to about basically any problem. And, like, he's going to make sure to take care of you. He's a he's a wholesome welcome shark, for sure. And I had to kill another one of my brothers. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, just keep his blood sugar up and then he's the wholesome friend. When that blood sugar dips down, then you don't know. But also apparently video games help the stress. So he's just, I can embody with this kind of a personality for sure. And I definitely support playing video games instead of fulfilling your responsibilities. I mean, that's just what we do around here. But uh, yeah, when we talk about the side characters definitely got their time to shine a little bit. Uh, Clayface less so, but like finally seeing Nightwing and Batgirl come back around and get there once more. Like, okay, we got to jump into action. We have to pretend not to know that Bruce is Batman and then just finally give in after plenty of jokes and beating around the bush. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, okay, let's do this. I don't know how Nightwing got stuck with the macaroni cycle, but here we are like what was the batmobile at this point and why did harley have the bat wing well that's what i was like seemed like a Nightwing. very poor choice yeah nightwing on a bicycle harley gets the bat wing how did we get here where is damien at like he's playing video games he's just playing more video games he's a moody teenager <laughs> when bruce said to his parents it's like 
Ah, uh, teenagers, you know how it... Oh, no, you don't. You died when I was eight. But they were like... <laughs> uh, as though he hasn't been a moody teenager this entire time. But like, No one's been there to talk him out of it, apparently. I mean, Alpha tries, but we know how much that fails. The parents were just such a weird, like, why they weren't rabid and just doing whatever they're gonna do. And I think ate the cat named after himself. Like, there's a lot of weirdness going on with that. A little bit. A little. It is cute that his parents loved him so much that they weren't possessed by Ivy and just kept following him around. Oh, I didn't even think of it. I was like, why are, <laughs> why are they just there? That's a much, much better explanation. <laughs> but also, we talk about King Shark's wholesomeness and the fact that he was like, you don't have to kill him. Let, let me take care of this. He's like, wait, you'd really do that for me? He's like, yeah, I, I don't I don't want you to go through this. So, yes, let's skip the next 30 years of trauma about you having to re-kill your parents. It's like, you're not going to want to look at this. And you might want to cover your ears. What was the dialogue for our Nightwing when Harley was just like, he's not going to love you because he's just being oh, such my... a kiss ass about Batman. Yeah, <laughs> just he being kept like a trying great hero to and everything. It. Oh my gosh, that was, and it, it is quintessential, like him as the first Robin, there's so many of those early things where he's just trying to defend what Batman's about, and it's just the serious, like, need someone to love me issues that all of the Bat kids have. Yeah. I love Batgirl in this, like, as excited as I was for Nightwing, I think she's been my favorite thing out of the Bat family this season. Oh, for sure, I... I had lofty expectations for what they were going to do with Nightwing, so I'm not necessarily surprised that they weren't totally met, but Batgirl has just been a very... It's been a really good character of the comic character without being too over the top, and like that's almost why I don't want them to touch Red Hood, because I'm really curious what jokes they can make, but also I don't know if they're going to make him too dark and moody and like angsty teen, so... They, they have a lot of fine lines that they play with, but I think Batgirl has landed on the positive side of that fine line for sure. I was wondering if any dialogue about Jason was going to come up when they were mentioning how much that they don't kill people or use guns. Like, apparently there's certain situations, but... Yeah, I mean, we don't know where in the story this is. He might not have, you know, come back There's already a bit about that. There's a bit about Joker killing... Well, yeah, there was the bit of him in the alley, so yeah, I don't know. But, like... It's so weird because there's so many different iterations of how or why he returns. So we're getting a season four. I don't know if you guys talked about that last week, but they yep. confirmed a season four. So who knows? Maybe we will be getting some uh, Todd in our life. It sure is possible. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And, and uh, you know, we'll jump into <sighs> Ivy's villain turn a little bit more here. I just want to say I adore the comic accurate outfit that they decided to animate her with. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just poison. Ivy is a very interesting character because there's a lot of question of the over sexualized nature, like very early on with the way that it was just, Oh, I attract men to do my bidding. And a lot of the early costumes were just leaves covering specific places, similar to like Eve in the garden of Eden. And a lot of those artistic works this was a very tasteful version of the let's use the leaves to make like a jumpsuit and the, Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the heel is called, 
cat heel. I was about to say, was it comic accurate down to the heels? I don't know about down to the heels, but like they have gotten (laughs) better with doing some of those outfits. And like this one was just another great one. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's perfect because it's like she looks hot without it being over the top. Like, yeah, a a great uh, instance of that. As much as I love that costume as well, the one from the Arkham video games is so over sexualized. Mm-hmm. So and that's like, one this of the was things nice about video. Poison Ivy as a character too, where like it, the concept of it makes sense. Like she's actually using biology to sway men to like get what she needs done. Um, right. So you can have that demeanor and that presence without having to really look the part if you're using the science to do it. And she yeah. looks great. She looks great. And I think the way that the character design in here really does look great in all its iterations. Like even Harley having the picture of her like, you know, with her hair all jacked up and like her hand trying to go into the camera and all that stuff. <laughs> it, it really does come down to like the chemistry of the character and what you're trying to portray and then the powers and all that stuff just makes sense depending on how you put it out there. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, the only thing that I was hoping we got to see out of Ivy that we didn't was like when Bane was going to turn into a zombie. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for it to be like a parallel to the oh God. I think it was Batman and, and Robin movie or was it Batman returns where poison Ivy like controlled Bane and he was just the big muscle monster the whole time. I was just like, Oh, what jokes are they going to have prepared to make fun of how weird that movie was the whole time? But I'm glad you mentioned that. She his, saved it. Um, his appearance was felt kind of forced to me because I was just so confused. Like, where did he come from? Like, why does he need to be here right now? Yeah. Oh, like, you saved me, Harley. It's like, yeah, it's totally for you. And that's what I was going to say. I joked about, oh, the continuity, the pasta maker came back. He's finally, you know, getting over it a little bit, but then he doesn't because he sees it on sale. Like, I agree it felt forced, but also I just want the resolution of this pasta maker. <laughs> I need I felt to attacked know. in that moment. Why did you feel attacked? I don't need it. I don't need it. It's on sale. Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't need any more Funkos. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you always need more Funkos. But yeah, then I will say it almost felt rushed, though. The end of this episode that Harley sacrificed herself and then Ivy flipped the switch. Like, I was expecting the episode to end with Harley sacrificing herself and then the aftermath of how that affects Ivy to be the next episode. I mean, it still kind of is. Like, I think it's going to be... I guess I was expecting the emotional fallout sort of thing of, like, why did you do that? And I, you know, I had to bring you back. Whereas, I don't know, I know it's going to pay off because it goes into this conversation that we've had many a time of finales are to set up the next season. The penultimate is to end this season. So this Uh did a good job of it kind of put a bow on this season. Now we get to see what they're setting up for the next round, but it just felt a little shoved in. Okay. We're done now. The zombies are gone. Yeah, I could see that. It's one of those things where it's like, I feel like the show has been so all over the place that it just, it doesn't bother me that it, wrapped up that quick because also like how far do you go with that i was also wondering if like court of owls was going to get like reinvolved because like their original story had so much to do with zombies and 
bringing like the big yes. shots of Gotham. Uh, you know, they're like immortality and stuff like that. So I was wondering if that was going to play back in, but then I remember what they did with the Court of Owls, and it's like, uh, <laughs> they're actually interested I in wonder... that storyline at all. So it seems like with how much we were focusing on Harley, Ivy, and the Bat family for this one, there is going to be a fallout that's going to be more focused on our main villain crew of Harley, Ivy, King Shark, Psycho, and Clayface. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it seems like they're going to push the Bat family aside and like wrap up the season with just the villains. Yeah, I mean, they also could very easily put like Bat family causes them to go on the run because I doubt they're just going to be like, Ivy, you, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have tried to destroy all of Gotham except for the pasta place. So I, I could also very much see them continuing that through line of like, okay, now they're on the run again from the law because of what Ivy did. I just got to say between that pasta place and there being spaghetti on hard knocks last night, I really want pasta. Uh, I've seen some really some good pasta very recipes important thing for all of our listeners to know. Yes, it, you need to know the inner workings of our minds when it comes to what food we want and our appetites. Oy. And our appetites. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure if I have much more to say about this episode. It was just kind of it was what it was. Yeah, it was good for sure, but like I agree I don't have that many like hardcore insights as to what happened um i will say i talk about it all the time the music for this episode really stood out to me of like the very heroic overtones that has been hiding in the harley quinn theme this whole time so when it was her in the batwing and the bat family fighting and you had that just major theme that they've had throughout the entirety of the show it did a really good job of kind of having those heroic feeling moments without being anything extravagant besides you know the bat family just kicking butt like they always do yeah well hats off for music uh speaking of really great insights for the listeners if you have any you know how to email us you know how to get in touch with us so let us know because we'd love to hear from you of what you thought of this episode and anything else out there in the animated world yeah uh because this is our finale coming up this week and then we just we have some schedules that we've started to try and put together of stuff that's going on in the future. So we're really excited for what else is to come. I know Cars on the Road premiered today. I'm not sure if we're actually going to cover that or not. Oh, did we it? Got some di- uh, yeah, because today's Disney Plus Day as of recording this. So Inside Baseball for the listeners, it is Thursday uh, the 8th. So I believe we had that come out. And then there's a bunch of stuff coming out in October. So we have... I'm excited because it means we're going to have plenty to watch, but also that means we're going to have to decide what we're talking about. But My hero, my hero, my hero, my hero. I've already started my rewatch. I just freaking love this show so much. I don't care who's with me. I don't care if nobody joins me. That show will be covered every week. Very I've funny. It. Very funny that you think that I am not with you till the end of this road because it is it. it went from a Zuhair recommended show to it is on my Mount Rushmore. So it is fully transcended to greatness in my eyes. So I'm so excited uh, for that. My hero. I mean, if you also want to tide yourself over, I do have some wholesome recommendations of stuff going on right now as well. 
bring it on to the listeners. I doubt I'll have time to get started on it, but they're good to know. It's fair. Uh, I started and finished everything that's currently out because I think eight episodes are out at this point. Uh, it is called Parallel World Pharmacy, and it's like Full Metal Alchemist adjacent in like chemical magic kind of thing going on but it's basically like i know it's gonna kind of turn into this battle anime but the first eight episodes have just been wholesome how do we set up a pharmacy in this fantasy world and it's just been a ton of fun to watch and it's currently ongoing so that's why like i said things are gonna get busy because it's gonna start being weekly releases of that weekly releases of my hero uh spy family starts on october 1st weekly again as well um so yeah i think blue lock is my most anticipated anime that is new blue lock yeah that's the one that's the soccer related one. Oh, soccer i mean i think chainsaw man's probably got my attention for biggest new thing coming soon yeah again i'm intrigued with that because it's mappa I'm yeah i know mappa's it. gonna kill it that's like I'm excited more for the animation than I think I am for the story. Like I think the story is going to be good, but the animation just looks like it's going to be off the charts. And I bring it back up, listeners, if there's anything you're looking forward yeah. to, because oh my god, the year is like two thirds of the way done. Yeah, it's September, my friend. It is. Lots to watch in this chilly weather upcoming, along with football. What is, what is chilly weather? I don't know what that is anymore. All right. West Coast sellouts. <laughs> West Coast is dying in the worst heat wave that this has been in a while. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, phew, I will have can. 30 degrees soon. Not that I like 30 degrees. 50s are pretty pleasant. Comfy hoodie weather. We're getting off track, though. We're talking about the weather <laughs> at this yep. point. That's it for me. Keep an eye out for all the anime, for all the news, for all the interviews. Plenty of stuff to talk about, and we can't wait to have you guys join us with it. So with that, make sure you tune in next time, and as always, stay whelmed. Until the finale, muscle muscle. Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed. Some people don't understand why you've already busted out the sweaters. They may raise a brow at keeping scarecrows out year-round, but you just go ahead. Let them stare, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So sip your classic spiced and iced $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte, or try the Bold Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew, an ultra-smooth brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also $3 for a medium. All so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Atención miembros de Medicaid. Peach State Health Plan te ayuda con la salud y bienestar de tus hijos. Recibe acceso gratis a programas extraescolares como Boys and Girls Clubs, la YMCA y Girl Scouts. Obtén Medicaid que te da más con Peach State Health Plan. Visita escogepeachstate.com.